Welcome, Welcome to, to Quick Shots. Quick Shots. Quick Shots. Shots. Welcome to Quick Shots with your favourite cousins, James and Alex Fitzgerald. We've still got a day later. Uh, still, still there. Nothing changed in I'm 24 back. hours. Uh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw to you with the first one, Alex, and it's from Haley. In four years, my property has grown by $150,000, which is okay. She's bit. Uh, I mean, we don't know what Haley paid. <laughs> We don't know what Haley paid for the property, but um, yeah. $150,000 is pretty good. It's not uh, bad. The rent is crap, though. On 3.1% uh, is the, the total yield on, on the value. Should I sell and reinvest to get a better rental yield? Yes, yes. It's a great question. And and look, I, I think I'm um, sorry to those who did tackle last week's quick shots because we actually did get a, a similar question, which I answered. But I will caveat this by saying I know Haley very well. And uh, this conversation that we had around this question was a really good one because uh, Haley, yes, $150,000 is actually very good in three or four years. So don't think that you'll fluke all of your properties with that much growth in four years. But I totally get the holding with, um, I guess, what what you've seen here is like a, a negative hearing aspect where, you know, you're contributing 80 to $100 after tax per week. Um, so I do sort of get that from a cash flow point. But I think you've got to remember with real estate, it's it's all about the long-term trajectory. And Hayley, I know you are sitting on a 670 square metre block of land. So whilst it's only gone up $150,000, you've also got to remember there is absolutely no way if you sold that, that you would be able to replace it today with the land size that you have got. It is massive. And I also know it's in Victoria. The tide is turning in Victoria on your capabilities on that block, whereby we might be able to see the granny floodability flappability, which we talked about last <laughs> week in our episode. Yeah, right. Um, you get one word wrong. Yeah, well, I kind of intentionally did it. But honestly, too, when you've got a big block like that, that you bought, you know, in the past, four years ago, that you absolutely cannot replace today, the opportunities are endless and you just never know when the tide will turn. And with the housing crisis we have right now, I would absolutely not sell that because you will not be able to get a 670 square metre block of land today for what you paid four years ago in Victoria. Definitely not in Queensland. So selling that will be a huge regret for you. Um, particularly if they pass the granny flats and, and make them much easier to, to get through, it will be a big mistake. So, Haley, do not sell. Do not sell and reinvest. Just try to wrangle some cash to buy another property and, uh, and then have two. And I do say that tongue-in-cheek. Where do we want to go here? Um, uh, we'll go to Isaac. We'll go to Isaac. Isaac has said, what is your strategy for being able to use the equity you have in your property if the bank says you don't have the capacity to service another loan. So basically, how, how does he use his equity if he's been told he can't? <laughs> uh, yeah, two things that you do. Number one, you have to have a strategy to pay off your home debt 
or, or any other bad debts. But be home debt for most people is is the the big debt that they've got. It's after tax dollars. It doesn't have a rental income uh, coming in to, pa- to help pay for it. So in the bank's eyes, you know, it has the effect of you know that they'll lend you three dollars for investing to every one dollar that you owe on your home loan. So paying that down is is going to be key to improving your serviceability and maintaining serviceability to, to keep borrowing. Uh, the second thing is just to, to not put all your eggs in one basket. Try and put your business with different banks for different properties uh, or at least diversify to some extent because the, the banks do change their calculators a lot, very frequently. So having the, the flexibility to jump around to the lenders that have got the more generous servicing calculators, Isaac, is going to be able to probably get you going and, and keep you moving a bit quicker than if you were just tied in with one bank. Mm. Uh, Greg, if I was to invest in another property up to, say, $700,000, where should I invest? Uh, Greg, I, I mean, you've said another property, so good on you. Uh, if you didn't, I mean, I'll give a really generic answer. If you don't have a property already, uh, in southeast Queensland, I would absolutely be looking there. Um, I think we've seen a big spike in that market in the last couple of years, but we've got a lot more to go with their huge infrastructure build up between now and 2032 with the Olympics and and massive migration um, moving up southeast Queensland. So if you don't have one up there, um, I would probably say, yeah, that's where you want to buy. But you want to make sure that it's about the numbers. It's not about location, location, location. You want to make sure it's about those high population growth numbers, um, suburbs, sorry, I should say. So you sort of like um, your, your greenfield markets are, are very compelling right now. There's areas in the northern Gold Coast that are growing by 11% population per annum. That is like just unbelievable numbers. Um, and then there's uh, corridors that are sort of in that more affordable market around that $700,000. You can buy a really decent block of land near near brand new schools that uh, in planning. They haven't even been built yet. They're still in planning going through the system. We've got new infrastructure coming on with uh, road and rail connecting. Um, and then you've got, I guess, everything around the, the Olympic the Olympics in 2032. So I'd say just look look at the numbers and follow the numbers. If you already own a property in Southeast Queensland, it might not hurt to have another one there. Might not hurt. Very good. Did that answer, I, James? I, good yeah, no, it sums it up well. Uh, I, I gave you a big send off yesterday, so I won't won't go off too much. But uh, no more send offs. Look, look, good luck if uh, the little fella does decide to come this week. Mm. We've hatched somewhat of a, a plan either way in the last 24 hours, but uh, uh, we wish you all the best on behalf of the really, pod. We've really milked the anticipation piece with the uh, the, the, the double shot wow. podcast. Yeah, you, you, so, you look, 30, I apologise, guys. I'm, you're probably as over it as I am at this point. You hit 35, 36 weeks and anything could happen. But look, enjoy and uh, guys, have a great weekend. We'll be back next week. If you've got some questions, send them through as normal and uh, we'll see you then. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Double Shot with your favourite cousins, Alex and James Fitzgerald. If you've got a burning question or something we absolutely need to talk about on the pod, please write to us. Both of our emails are in the show notes. For little real estate tidbits and a little bit of banter, okay, a lot of banter, you can follow us on the gram. Our handle is thedoubleshot.podcast. That, my friends, is thedoubleshot.podcast. Until next time, think of us when you sit back and sip your next double shot.